Yeah, so on today's show, we're going to be looking at gun control in the United States in more detail and Barack Obama's recent policy on that. But uh, on the glossary going into that, uh, we look at a term that represents one of the most powerful players in the long-held debate, the National Rifle Association, or NRA. Cho Ji-yeon, good morning. Good morning, Alex. Um, so let's start with the NRA. And um, as you mentioned, NRA stands for the National Rifle Association. Um, the group was founded in 1871 as a recreational group designed to, quote, promote and encourage rifle shooting on a scientific basis. And this was said by Union veterans uh, Colonel William C. Church and General George Wingate because it is said that the two were alarmed at the lack of marksmanship of their troops. And so an important milestone of the NRA was the development of a practice ground. And in 1872, a site on Long Island, the Creed Farm, was purchased purchased for the purpose of building a rifle range, um, thanks to the financial support of New York State. And the range was also named uh, Creedmoor and opened a year later, and it was also the place where the first annual matches were held. And during World War II, the association offered its ranges to the government, developed training materials, um, encouraged members to serve as plant and home guard members, and developed training materials for industrial security as well. And law enforcement training was next on the priority list for program development for the NRA. NRA became the only national trainer of law enforcement officers with the introduction of its NRA police firearms instructor certification program in 1960. And today there are more than 13,000 NRA certified police and security firearms instructors. In terms of civilian training, the NRA continues to be the leader in firearms education as well. Over 125,000 certified instructors train about um, 1 million gun owners a year. That's the history, but the NRA is currently among the most powerful special interest lobby groups in the US with a substantial budget to influence members of Congress on gun policy. Yes. How did that come about? Well, political lobbying for the group began in 1934 when the NRA began mailing members with information about upcoming firearms bills. Uh, The association supported two major gun control acts. Uh, First, the National Firearms Act of 1934, the NFA, and the Gun Control Act of 1968, or the GCA. Um, In 1975, a newly formed lobbying arm, the Institute for Legislative Action, tried to influence policy directly. And in 1977, it formed its own political action committee uh, to channel funds to legislators. And what sort of budget are we talking about? Well, the NRA spends about $250 million per year, which is uh, an amount that exceeds the entire country's gun control advocacy groups put together. Uh, But the NRA has a much larger membership than any of those groups and disperses funds for things such 
such as gun ranges and educational programs as well. So in terms of lobbying, the NRA officially spends about $3 million per year to influence gun policy. Uh, the officially recorded spend on lobbying in 2014 was $3.3 million. But this amount is only the, the recorded con- contributions to the lawmakers. And so considerable sums are spent on other places via the Political Action Committee and independent expenditures as well. These aren't really um, put into the, the addition of, of the figure. And, and where and when does this start to get tricky? Well, the NRA has lobbied heavily against all f- forms of gun control and strongly argues that more guns make the country safer. It relies and defends on their interpretation of the Second Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, which is highly disputed. Um, their de- argument is that the Second Am- Amendment gives U.S. citizens the rights to bear arms. And the association faced heavy criticism in the wake of the Sandy Hook shooting when Mr. LaPierre, the head of the association, said that the lack of an armed guard at the school was to blame for the tragedy. Mm. Uh, The group strongly opposes most local, state, and federal legislation that restricts gun ownership. For example, the NRA recently has lobbied to resell the guns that were confiscated by the police, saying that it would be a waste of perfectly good guns. And in the same vein, the association supports legislation that expand gun rights, such as open carry laws, allowing gun owners to carry their weapons unconcealed in most public places. Yeah, we're going to be hearing from a Washington Post blogger on this in the next half hour. I've got to say right off the bat, Mm -hmm. I just don't know how it can possibly be in the public interest for so many members of the public to have on their person objects which can quite easily claim the lives of other people. And I know that is straight away some sort of liberal agenda. I'm just speaking to you on from a human perspective, though. Mm. You know, um, and I would love to engage an open and honest conversation with supporters of firearms in the next half hour. So if you want to get involved in that discussion, text us, pounder sharp, 1013 for 51 per message, or find us on Kaka Talk by searching TBS EFM via Plus Friend, and that's free of charge. Just message away. Thank you, Gion. That's today's glossary. Thank you, Alex.